The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Morning, Mayor. How are you? Morning. Thank yeah, you and, for the donuts. And, and Randy needs to also tell people with this cold weather, the tire pressure goes on and yeah. off and on and off, and he can... Have him come check that too. What do you work for, Dale Jr. and the pit crew or something? What do you, what I do, do you know love a good NASCAR that? race. I'm not going to lie. What do you know about that? Air I got pressure the, and tires. I got the pleasure of going to Miami, Florida this past fall and sitting on top of the pit box the whole race with Justin and watching. Really? Oh, it was an experience. We bought the experience wow. at the Blessed Sacrament auction. Okay. It was an auction item. So. Uh, we paid cold hard cash for it, <laughs> right? But um, but we got to Brant. Let us go up in the Brant suite for a little bit and talk to everybody, and then we went down and sat on the pit box during the whole race and watched, and it was very interesting. I was able to go once to Joliet to a practice day or the day before. I, I think they were running anyway. Uh, Tim Davlin and the group, Jay Lauterbach, and those guys went to Talladega a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. They were Joliet. They invited me to come up and do the morning show, which I did, and drove up there and. And got there, and I said, they said, well, you, you're going to go in the pits, and, you know, you can interview anybody you want. And I said, good, I'm going to do that. Well, then all of a sudden, they said, but you can't go in there with just shorts. I said, what? you got to have a pair of long pants to that be That has in changed the now. Is in it Miami, really? they were all over with open-toed shoes and shorts. Really? I made in my husband pits. wear really? closed-toed shoes and pants. He goes, what's that? I, <laughs> that has changed. We had the, to go buy I'm a fire suit. Not buy, mm-hmm. borrow a fire suit. From the biggest driver they could find, oh, wow. and it then is all I wore it. Now we got to stand on the um, pit road with Justin during the national anthem. Oh my! With the pit crew, it was um, it was the best experience, the best. So I always, every time I was in India, it hadn't been for a long time. I always remember I should have called Donnie Beachler when he mm-hmm. was racing yeah. in the five hundred the last Springfield guy I know to race yeah. the 500. And I said, because he's a good guy, and I said, what a thrill that would be to be there on pit row during the national anthem and so on. Yeah, him right. and Paula were my bank customers, and I never went in either. In really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, hey, I'm Springfield. The mayor is here. Okay, bring me up to date. Where are we at? Okay, let's talk about the budget for a minute. When, Who puts the budget together? Do you Sam leave Madonia. it to your, Huh? <laughs> Sam Madonia does. We take your input. Really? Don't take my checkbook because it's never balanced. <laughs> because Alice says, why do you round everything up? She says, just put it precise. She's precise. I said, round it up. We just, we're in the neighborhood. So, so I have an account and it, it, at the old Marine Bank where I worked. We uh-huh. had an account and it's still there. But they have a checking account and it rounds up for you and the change goes automatically in your savings. Oh, good. So every good. transaction it rounds up oh, goes okay. in your savings. But there's one of those out there in case you like that. Um, so the budget directors themselves put their own budgets together and then they sit each down. Each department has a budget director? Budget. Well, I'm uh, sorry. Each director of each agency oh, okay. sits down with the budget director. I see. Okay. So the Thank combination. Then they sit down with me and say here's what we're asking for so prior to the council getting a budget i had cut all kinds of things and disco over there can tell you some of the directors weren't real happy with me with their cuts but um that's what you have to do before it goes in front of the council and then whatever i think i think the council might be able to stomach is what goes forward 
uh, the 32% appears to getting all the attention because it's a 32%. Right. That's a figure, and it's in a fund, the water fund, that hasn't been addressed for a number of years. So uh, the water fund we, hasn't we had an increase. We talked to the guys yesterday. 2011, right, and I heard them on. They did a great job with you. So City Water, Light, and Power has a feature on their site, and I brought my little sheet from the Busher household that you can look at and see how much you've spent in the past year on your utilities. And it breaks out the electric, the water, the sanitary, the sewer, and whatever else, like the recycling would be in other. So for the Busher household, um, our yearly expenses are here. And when I break it out per month, our bill is going to go up approximately $10 a month at our house based on our usage. So you Ten can, a month. Yes, $10. Okay. So you can go out there yourself and look at your own usage. And we, I'm not going to lie, we don't pay attention to our usage. Like I no, might I wash either. one shirt by itself and things like that, which isn't the most economical thing to do so you could probably watch yourself and do better like myself i could um but it, it, you can actually go out there and look and see what your your cost is going to be but th- that's for one year and then there's 32 percent increase this year 32 percent the next year am i right correct so overall 64 percent increase in water rate will that still uh, the guy said it yesterday i have a reason to believe they're telling me the truth that's still gonna be some of the lowest if not the lowest water rate in the state of illinois we have the lowest rate in illinois right now and with the first increase we still will and with the second increase we probably will be they, they have us projected to be like third or fourth lowest but we probably might be lowest because all the other communities are have the same problem we have the lead service line replacement is a real thing it's over a hundred million dollars and the water fund is broke there is no money there uh, there isn't even enough money there this year to pay for the water main breaks we have just on a regular basis and our staff we would have to cut back on staff and not service our customers when, so we have to have this when did epa tell us we've got to address the lead in the pipes so they told us a couple years back and then we have to we're required to start replacing them in two years but we have already started we're trying to take a little bite of the apple every now and then otherwise you have all that huge expense at one time and like i said it's a hundred million dollars and that's without inflation which i heard you guys talking about on my ride here so um and and if the water rates haven't gone up since 2011 everything else has gone up. i mean everybody talks about after covid how much grocery prices went up you're paying more for a bottle of water it only makes sense that we have to have this to keep going what about are you going to does this budget allow for added personnel somebody has said that so that somebody that was on your station saturday Saturday morning morning, correct um did you have issue with a lot of things that were said well it wasn't truthful okay so the golden egg that was mentioned would have been the beginning of their budget. Then they spent all the money. And I have documents because, and this is something I never shared. Um, after I was elected on April 4th, within the first few days of being elected, I contacted Doug Brown and said, who's in charge of our IT department, mm-hmm. and said, there are rumors that when there's a shift in um, administration, people delete all of their information in their PCs save documents, information like that. So I would like you to have the IT department back up every appointed director, their email, their PC, everything. From the previous administration? Correct. Okay. And they did. And the person who was on the radio with you deleted... That's that's Bill McCarty, former budget director. A bunch of this stuff, over half. But luckily we had retained it. So I have some of those documents here in front of me. Okay, he uh-huh. mentioned about the corporate balance and brought that up and said so they, that is the key figure. What's your, so how do you address that? They ended the corporate fund in their budget with 13.1%. 
which is $23 million. Okay. Not what he told you on Saturday. And one of the things that the the entire world can go out and look at on the city's website is that budget that he had put together last year and showed the council when they voted on it, where they were landing at the end of the year only ended in 2024, that fiscal year. That was it. Never went further because we're ending fiscal year 2024 than when they started right now. My administration, who is transparent, gave the aldermen and alderwomen a forecast of three or four years out. They did not do that. And you can see it on the city site. Their document is there and my document is there. I'm not making this up. So what we did was we went ahead and took their assumptions from their document and show what it would have been. And it's not much different than mine had they been truthful and given it out. It's actually a little lower than mine, but not by much, a, a tenth of a percent or so. But they didn't honestly tell the council what they were voting on for the future. When you spend down the fund balance, and they spent down the fund balance a lot, he mentioned his golden egg, that's what it was in the beginning, then they spent it all down. That's what you have left. But they weren't honest with the council. And the Bush administration is transparent, very transparent. And he um, said, well, I think she must be trying to collaborate with the council. I'm absolutely collaborating with the council. Those 10 council members, I've always said since I've been mayor, are the decision-making body of the community. So they need to be involved in everything because they are the decision-making body. That's why I met with them before they got their budget books. We went and had the directors. The budget director was there, and Doug Brown was there to talk to them about the budgets. We had independent um, meetings with them. Then they got the book, and they've had the book for over three weeks than they've ever had before to again collaborate transparency work together i believe the mayor of the spring of the city of springfield no matter who it is whether it was karen hasera mike houston tim davlin frank edwards uh jim langfeld or misty busher we are a footprint in time that's really all we are we are there temporary it is not a full-time permanent job and we are there to make this community better the end. So I am not doing any of this for a title, a name, a legacy. I'm doing what the citizens want to see. Walk me through if the budget, the amendments that could be proposed, let's say there are four or five proposed amendments, uh, you're using that as a figure, each of those discussed and each of those, for example, somebody may say, I amend that we reduce the uh, rate increase from 32% to to 20% or whatever the case might be. That would be then discussed and voted on? It would. So each alderman has the opportunity to make any amendment they would like to the budget. Uh, some aldermen uh, might have 20, some might have one, some may have none, who knows. And then what we do is put all the amendments together in one document. We just number them, one, two, three, four, five. And then they will go over each amendment one by one and debate and vote whether they want to keep or put it in. So, for instance, the document that's on the clerk's site that shows what they did last year, they had proposed ending the corporate fund with 16 point two percent left but by the time all the amendments happened the ending budget ended at 13.1 so that number that you have out there can ebb and flow with those amendments that the aldermen and alder women bring forward are you comfortable with, with, with the proposed thing on the budgets uh, the guy said yesterday nine of ten wards will see some work done in their ward if it, with this lead pipe thing, assuming yes. this passes? Yes, and the lead pipe, the lead service uh, replacement program, the state of Illinois has given us 20 years to get that done. And as the guy said yesterday, there are only three states that have this legislation in place, New Jersey, Michigan, and Illinois. 
The federal government is looking at doing this, but they would like it to be done in 10 years. And if that happens, not only would that escalate the cost in a short amount of time, there aren't enough people working as plumbers to get it done, Sam. So Senator Durbin was in my office last week, and we had a talk with him. Doug Brown and Todd LaFont were there, and I said, I just want you to hear from a professional standpoint how they can't get the work done. There aren't enough people there to do the work in 10 years. And we would not be the only city that would have that problem it would be all over the country right so um, we have to make sure that we when we have government mandates that they're doable are you going to hire a lot of people based on this budget i mean that's been said that there are going to be some personnel increased numbers is that in the plans so there is a increase in um police right and fire it has an increase, but it's because there's a bunch of retirements coming up. Okay. So it's going to almost be a wash. The one thing the previous budget director did not do was they built three new firehouses with a lot of money, but they didn't put into the budget the personnel for the new house that okay. they added. So you have to have additional firefighters for that new house, right? Unless you're going to build the house and let it sit empty, which would not make a lot of sense. It would not make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so... Um, when he said it's a one-time expense, it's not. There's ongoing expenses with the new houses, including personnel, right? Um, so th- they would have an increase for that new house, which needs to have firefighters in it. Um, police, that was, when I campaigned, the, the two th- main things our community wanted to see was safety, which you've come to the council and talked about safety, right? I have. Safety in the community. They want to feel safe. That is the police department. Absolutely. And then the second thing they want to see is infrastructure. Please take care of the roads, the sidewalks, the sewers, the gutters, which is the other hard conversation we're having. I was elected to do the hard things, and that's what I'm going to do. Uh, the Springfield Police Department has my 100% support, and they know that. We want this community to feel safe. We want criminals to feel like they're not allowed to create criminal activity in our community, drug activity, gun activity, those things we want to put a damper on. And Chief Scarlett is committed to that. Our entire police force is committed to that. So are there new cops in the budget? Absolutely. Um, If it comes down, let's just hypothetically, this is your budget, you're comfortable with it, in its present form. If it's amended and it comes down to a 5-5 vote, What's going to be, not how you're going to vote, what's going to be the deciding factor for you if it comes down to 5-5 and you have to break the tie? Well, I think it would be kind of crazy for me to not vote for my own budget. Well, that's what I would think. Yeah, I mean, it's like, but, like but the if governor's they amended, saying his budget but, isn't good. But, you but know? again, what if they amend it on certain things that you really can't live with? I would probably just say out loud, um, I'm going to need to vote for the budget, but I don't agree with X, Y, or Z. Okay. For instance, as Todd and Doug spoke yesterday about the water rate increase, right. in order to create um, safer drinking water for our community uh, with the lead service lines being removed through that. It's safe, but we need to remove those lines. And then with water main breaks that are going on, and my phone rings all the time about water main breaks, our infrastructure is old, and we have to take care of it, and we've ignored it for too long. People call me all the time and say, why is the water shut off? It's six hours, four hours, whatever, because of these water main breaks. If we cut that increase, those things aren't going to happen. So I will speak out against that. And the, I think the guys told you yesterday, the only thing they can really go without in that increase is the additional ground that they are donating to the National Park Service if the 1908 race riot is um, announced to be a national park. Should we pursue the city getting into the ambulance service? 
Uh, I think we have to have a lot of discussions. There wasn't good data coming out about calls from the 911 center, and uh, Chris Mueller's been working on that, who runs the 911 center on the data, because there wasn't good data. Um, when I first uh, was elected, I had a meeting with the hospitals, um, and, and they didn't have the appropriate data from 911 either, so we're getting that. I think we have to have conversations first. You know, the union, uh, there was a... Um, an unfair labor practice, a ULP, I wanted to say that, but I need to tell your re- listeners what a ULP mm-hmm. is, unfair labor practice by the Department of Labor against the city of Springfield for what we were doing, and I had to settle that. One of the first things I did as mayor, because it was just existing, and I had to settle that, and the union is adamant about um, making sure the labor practices are fair. So, And before we get off, I know you probably have someone on calling, but I have one kudos to give out today. Go for it. Okay. So we have new zone managers, as we talked about, right? right? Mm-hmm. And um, yesterday we got an email and it says, I want to share the pleasant experience I have with Mike Horn this morning, who's one of our new zone direct, or, uh, zone managers from the Department of Public Works. He was inspecting the abandoned house next to me at four, I won't say the address. Right. Anyway, it had been abandoned for over 10 years. And I was able to share certain details about the home to him. He took the time to listen. He was informative and so down to earth and respectful to me. I appreciate that he was out in my neighborhood just to look at sidewalks. And I am in hopes that the road repair materials and the sidewalk and in front of my house will all be taken care of. I mentioned also a utility pole in my backyard that's been there since the summer that had fallen. Thank you so much. So the zone manager was out assessing sidewalks. One of our citizens saw him, came out, and said, these are all my issues. And that's the whole idea is engagement with the community, finding out what the issues are so we can start making those work orders of things that need to be addressed. There have always been zone managers, right? No. Oh, uh, no. Mayor Davlin had them, and then oh, they I, went away. I didn't know. I didn't, yeah, Mayor I didn't Davlin were, had them. They had done away with. I thought, yeah, how many are there, four or five probably? So um, five was in my budget. Okay. And each zone manager would carry two wards then. So they would, that okay. way, uh, let's say, uh, Alder, we're, we're in ward probably three, I guess. three yeah. Roy's here, right. Williams. Alderman Williams uh, actually said during the council meeting he wished he had his own zone manager. He just wanted one for himself. But <laughs> anyway, he would share it. But if he has an issue, he's driving down Dirksen Parkway and sees a giant pothole that was new, he would call the zone manager and say, get this in the work order sure. right now. And he's got somebody that has... Uh, a tablet with them that can put the work order in right this very minute. When you call the director, the director's not putting the work orders in, you know, so this is the person that can get it all done now. So the zone manager is part of the public works department? Yes. Okay, so mm-hmm. there's not necessarily zone managers for, I don't know, so if you need them, I don't know what else. Uh, they'll be very busy. They're going to go to neighborhood sure. association meetings. They'll go to church groups and talk to people. Um, they'll work very closely hand-in-hand with our NPRs and neighborhood police officers as well. So I'm going, going back some. A relation. Wasn't Butch Busher? Wasn't uh, he a zone he manager one yeah. time? Uh-huh, uh, that sure. was even prior to da- that was prior, prior to Dablin, yeah. I think. Karen had him too. Mary yes, Sarah. that's exactly mm-hmm. right. Yeah, okay, Sarah. I remember Butch. Yeah. And I remember a, a relation, pretty close relation, obviously. But yeah, mm-hmm. I remember he was a zone manager back in yeah, the. Yeah, he was. He drove around 90s. and looked for problems. Absolutely, and he passed away on his lunch from work he one did? day. He did. Oh yeah, he went home at lunch. What a good guy. I knew him very yeah. well. Two years ahead of me. At, Cathedral and Griffin, everything else. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, I'm just proud of the zone managers and uh, kudos to people. I want to thank our our staff, our employees. Um, they're great. So bring me up to date. Uh, and, and I know I've got Keenan Gilpin waiting. Bring me up to date real quick. What's the plan for the next week? Is council meeting tonight. Regular council when meeting tonight. When do you get back tonight. to the budget? 
Uh, so next Tuesday at the Committee of the Whole, and the Committee of the Whole meeting will be ran by Alderman Carlson, and okay. he will uh, run through the amendments, and they'll vote on those during the Committee of the Whole And meeting. so the final vote on the budget probably... Uh, would be the following week. The twentieth is the goal. Twentieth, very good. Mm-hmm. Thanks for yes, stopping sir. out. Always fun. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, at SNK. I, we're so excited to have the mayor here. <laughs> well, and we want to make <laughs> sure that you feel like we're working on the crime in your area. So no, you guys have done a great job. Um, okay. Since I went and spoke at city council, I mean, everybody jumped in. Uh, the chief's been awesome. Uh, we've had a police presence and. You know, this time of year, uh, you know, there's always petty crime over on this side of town. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot less. It's always a lot less in the winter because it's not right. as much fun to go out and steal. Um, but It's cold. Uh, it's cold, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah. but I, I have noticed a big improvement, and I, we really appreciate it. Good. Well, we want to be there for you. Thanks for telling me you're the mayor. I always told him I was. Uh, it's uh, 20. Good to see you. You can be the mayor of your household. Not even close. Are you kidding me? There's always a Madonia that thought about it, and I said, don't do it. Don't do it, my brother Tom. Don't do it. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.